The Red Strings Club is the latest game to feature in our Game Club series, where we both play a game for the first time and come together to discuss it in today's episode of Octal FM. Hello and welcome to another episode of Octal FM. I'm Gelada. And I'm Saffron. And today we are back for another Game Club episode, Ooh, uh, which clubs. are my favourite episodes. Uh, and if you've not heard a Game Club before, it's where we both go away and play a particular game, either one that we've been recommended or maybe, I think in this case, one that we just saw that was on sale or something like so. that. I think so, yeah. Um, and we go away and we play it um, separately and then we avoid talking about it with each other or you know giving anything away before we record and so mm-hmm. then the recording is our chance to chat about it and see you know what are what our same or different takeaways are from it mm-hmm. uh, and this time we sort of continued a little bit with a theme because we yes. had some um, 2064 read-only memories which yeah. i think was our first game club right no our first game was slay the spire oh okay our second game <laughs> it was an early one anyway i uh, know our second game was hollow knight oh for god's sake uh, okay no, whatever. but you are right <laughs> 2064 it, it started the first of the series of games we've played which are like kind of story short story mm, games like, yeah. kind of like poignant messaging yes then we played to the moon which yes. was uh absolutely wonderful game uh, mm, go back and mm. listen to that game club episode for sure yes but today we are discussing the game the red strings club mm. uh which is and it wasn't intentional, but very similar to 2064. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, and we're going to try and avoid spoilers as well. So if you haven't played the game, you should be relatively safe to listen to this. And we'll, we'll, we'll warn you if we know that we're going to spoil. Yeah. But this is a, yeah, it's a point and click adventure game. Point and click adventure game? Is that the right words? Yeah, point no, it's a, that's yeah. exactly what I've got written down in my notes. Um, it's just the word adventure is like a yeah, weird not description the, yeah. for this game. I said it's like a point and click adventure game visual novel style. Yes, because yes. unlike in other traditional more point and click adventure games, like in say like Monkey Island or Space mm. Quest or something like that, you don't really move. You just sort of mm. interact with yes. the, the immediate screen and that's it. Yeah, Most of it is dialogue related too. Exactly. It came out in 2018. It's by, is it Devolver Digital? No, they're the well, publishers. They're the they? publishers. I believe the developer was Deconstructing. Oh, that's it. Yes. Um, which uh, the only thing that I know them for that they've done otherwise is Gods Will Be Watching. Right. Which is another similarly sort of like story-driven mm. like poignant game yeah. message type thing uh it, it's made in game maker studio which uh is a lot of there seems like a lot of these games are made in game makers mm. so things like undertale and hyper light drifter but also cook serve delicious hey. uh, and spelunky as well as all game maker and you know yeah obviously pretty small team very small kind of indie game it's like i was pretty much bang on three hours for this yeah. i don't know yeah, about yeah, you same and yeah, it's a point and click story, very, very story driven, like you say, vis- almost visual novel. There are some mini games, um, which we'll talk we'll about, to- I'm sure. Um, at, but it's mainly a, a vehicle for the story and the characters. And yeah. the sort of loose synopsis, I guess, is that it's very cyberpunk. Um, it's sort of set but in a time weirdly where... Weirdly real world, though, because like there are lots of real world things referenced. Mm. 
Like McDonald's is referenced. And yeah. Google is go- Googling something is referenced. Yeah. 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 So it's definitely set in the like, not like super near, near future, future. But, yeah. but fairly near future where sort of you've got either, you know, whether it's all the classic stuff, right? Androids and like, like augmentation of, of yeah. humans with sort of implants and, and stuff like that. It's that yeah. kind of world, right? That sort of very like neo-noir kind of smoky Blade Runner. You could say they watch Blade Runner a few times yeah, before like they that, this. It's that sort of vibe, you know, quite a lot of mm. purple and neon, you know, and and, and that kind a of thing. A slightly more grungy feeling than something like Read Over Memories was. Definitely. Whereas yeah, that was which, a little bit more vibrant in neon, whereas this is, it's still quite vibrant and neon, in, but that's probably where they, the club's designed. The, yes. The, the Red String Club. But it's got a bit more of a grungy, gritty look to it than... Mm. And the implants are also a little bit more, like, organically human rather than mm. sort of, like, uh, you know, Saturday morning cartoon implanty sort of thing. Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, yeah, I guess, like, I get to ask first because there's been a pause in the conversation. What did you, th- <laughs> what did you think of Red Strings Club? My overall opinion for the whole experience is, is pretty positive, I just was left wanting quite a bit more, mm, if I'm honest. Yeah. Because the bits that I enjoyed, I really enjoyed. I thought they were quite clever. But there were so many things that really, like, irked me and, and frustrated me. Um, mm. Some of those things were technical. Some of those things were design choices. And some of those things were within the story itself. Right. So in all areas of the game, I kind of was like, oh, it's, I, I really want to like this more. But mm. it's kind of annoying me, and I, so I can't. Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. Do you do you have a similar opinion, or are you more are you more one way or the other? I think I definitely also just overall enjoyed it. I think first of all, like a game that is three hours long, that is primarily story driven, um, is pretty easy to like and to mm. just like work. Like I found it very inoffensive to work through right mm. as a, and, and to play and to sort how, of, how did you play it do you on pc or switch i played it on pc pc so yeah it's like it's so short it's so it's relatively simplistic that i found it just very easy to enjoy mm. um now that doesn't necessarily mean it's like massively strong as a game like as a mm. as a sort of like you know, particularly standouts or, or or does anything particularly unique or clever or whatever. But that that also, you know, not every game has to be astoundingly clever or It's kind of funny that you unique. said nothing particularly standout because my literally first piece of notes on my thought section was fairly cookie cutter, nothing yeah. too unique within the bounds of its genre, however it's solid and concise. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. I think that areas that stand out for me, I think, were... The music was mm. was really good. I really, really enjoyed the music. Lots of piano, um, which was really nice. I actually started to try and learn some of it or learn some of the intro. Mm. And I think that in general, I liked the... I thought that it was well written, mm. right? In the sense yes, that yeah. like it was just good quality dialogue and good quality characters and was interesting. And, you know, we talked so many times about like, a story or a plot being good in a game can be really challenging and they often are quite like mellow and and simplistic and this wasn't crazily stand out but at the same time was it was a good it was well written and it was a good story one of the things that i liked about it in that regard is the fact that it doesn't 
waste time trying to explain the lore and the minutiae of the world mm. that you, you it's set within so like it never really explains like uh how there are body mods you know like all these sort of like augmentations that people are using right. like, it doesn't really explain like how that's possible and why they yeah. work and it, they just do you know yeah. and it it like drops little hints you there's clearly someone's design sat down and thought about this right and designed this world but they don't really like info dump on you to try and get you to understand it all too yeah. because you kind of don't need to understand that stuff it's, you just have to accept it's there it's kind of like a magic system within a fantasy world like exactly. it works that that's all you need to know exactly it is definitely that style of of sci-fi that is like yeah like light sci-fi right in the sense that or like soft sci-fi soft sci-fi yeah it doesn't yeah you're right it doesn't try and explain stuff you're you're very much expended expected to suspend dis, your, your disbelief mm-hmm. uh, and that's because that's not the key thing the key thing is the story and the characters right yeah. and it really i think is wants to tell or wants to have a moral right yeah. to the to the story right it's the whole point about it is there's a lot of decision making in it like dialogue arcs that have consequences that classic kind of like you know the thing you say or the action that you take has a consequence at some point later in the game yeah uh, it's definitely a game that wants to kind of tell its story and its message mm, and that's yeah. what it's focusing on it's not necessarily trying to like build a, a world for future games or try to like you know expand out more things that you can like learn about later it's very much telling the story that it tells and that's kind of it and it's very much just a vehicle for yes. the messages that it's trying to convey as well like the game's quite got a lot of heavy emphasis on like emotion and empathy and understanding people both in terms of the gameplay yeah. and the story so that's very much front yeah. and center within the, the and storytelling also like what too. is right and wrong and also sort of what it means to be human you know and and mm. and yeah that kind of that is which is quite cliche and quite classic kind of cyberpunk and sci-fi again thinking about blade runner um but nonetheless is still interesting to explore mm. um it's funny that when i finished the game i went and checked to see if there are multiple endings because as we said like the there are dialogue arcs and you know different you get asked to respond to things in certain ways or make decisions throughout yeah. the story but actually the ending is always the same uh, which yes is interesting now this is one of the things that i was going to bring up right was because i have only played the game once and whilst playing it through it does feel like you you're making quite yeah. important decisions right that you that are going to affect the way things play out but then and i was going to ask do we know if like it's a bit of a telltale game like mass effect style ending where yeah. all paths lead to the same yeah. eventual outcome they and, do. It, and they do it doesn't even, it doesn't even really hide it because when you click the little icon in the top left that shows you all of the decisions that you've made they all, lead, all lead to, the, to same, the same outcome you know that's very sort end, of like the, yeah. the name of the game right the red strings club is like the, the visually when you look at that bit in the menu it's like red strings right like that are all tied all together the decisions but they all made, end up yeah. in the same place and like this is a personal preference but games that make you make choices where it's not clear what the outcome of that choice will be is one of my least mm. favorite game mechanics i absolutely I hate I couldn't it agree more because on this i one. i hate the yeah. feeling of missing out on something and i hate the feeling of making yeah. the dis- some of the decisions in the game are so ambiguous that you're like i know yes. this is going to make a difference but i don't know what to choose because i don't know what difference it will make it's like which implant do you put in this exec 
Well, I'm going to say the very beginning of the game where you you can you have that option of choosing between like yeah. three implants, so like for the two people, like you have no idea what the effect is going to be on these people. So you're just trying to like make a guess about what you should choose. Uh, but although in fairness, it makes no odds by the sounds of it. So not for the ending, the... no. But like it then comes up later on, and it's like, well, how was I? I, yeah. I could barely remember yeah, the decision yeah. I made because it's like I couldn't tell what I was expecting no. to happen. Like afterwards, it felt a bit like. It's like this is just kind of a trick and it, you, it, you've you not really followed it through. Like it's sort of it's kind of clever that you get to, you know, at some point in the game and it's like, oh, you remember that decision yeah. you made ages ago? Well, this is the consequence. My, my issue with that, however, is the fact that the game's pretending to be sort of smart, right? I'm going, yeah. oh, yeah, but this is how a real conversation would ha- happen or this, you know, you don't always know the outcome of your decisions that you're going to make. You know, this is why you have to be really careful about what you think and say. Yeah, but it's a game right and yeah at the end, there's no way i can glean enough information from physically sitting at my desk my screen for what decisions are going to be best it's not like in real life where you have infinitely other sources of input of information to body language right. to tone of voice to situational awareness none yeah. of these things you can only get what the game is giving you and so you can't be expected to make the quote-unquote right decision whether or not there is one or not or whether or not it's the right decision that you would have preferred to have made you can't you can't know and like you said it just makes you feel like you've missed out on something you've made a wrong choice and that for me is compounded in the fact that the game flat out tells you sometimes that you've made a bad choice right yeah so one of the other things that i really don't like about the gameplay right is the the little like question time you have where like the little person, I'm not going to spoil things, yeah. um, asks you to like, you know, a load of questions, right? And you have to answer them. If you get enough questions right, you get like a little reward. Yeah. Two things I don't like. One, because it gives you more than just like a yes or no on most of them. It's like, there's there's so many areas where you go, yeah, but this could also be true. You can, you can rationalize most of those answers correctly for the things yeah. that they're asking. It's like quizzing you on your conversation, but you can never have done the conversation in such a way that you got all the answers. Oh, this is where and else is going to go as well, in the sense that there are several times where they ask you questions about something that is relevant to the story, but never came up in your conversation that you had because you just didn't go down that route of conversation with this person because you only have a limited sort of number of questions and sort of time you can spend with that person to ask them things. And I'm like, well, first of all, how do you know about this at all? Because they never mentioned it either. So you would have no way of inferring what they would know about this thing. It like breaks the fourth wall. It breaks the fourth wall of its own game logic. But then if you don't know the answer to that, it makes A, you feel stupid, but B, B, it then punishes you for not giving you the reward. Yeah. So it's, it's like a triple whammy and I hated it. It made me feel like I was stupid and I was not paying attention. And You know ugh. what's funny is that, so with that quiz, after each of the, you know, kind of like dialogue trees that I'd been through, yeah. I got seven out of 10 every time. Oh, right. Just through absolute sheer luck, right? Or because just sort of, of like guessing the, the yeah. most likely yeah, like all the questions so, yeah. that were asked, and I'm like, uh, I guess this one, I yeah, don't know, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, any yeah. of these answers. And I got it right every time. And I actually was like, oh, maybe that's the trick, is that it actually always will, I, there were there were no wrong answers. Because mm. I was like, it, it's so impossible to know all of these answers that it just feels like luck. And I was like, maybe that's the maybe that's the trick in See, the now game. that would have been more clever but it wasn't because i failed two of the quizzes and then <laughs> right, getting okay, rewards. Yeah. so no you can get the wrong answers 
So that just makes it even worse. It, that would be yeah. quite clever, actually. Yeah. I like that idea. But there's a few times when... This is sort of the thing, right? The game... This is basically reflects what I said at the beginning when you asked me what I thought about the game, is that there are so many things about the game that I quite like, right? Mm. And I think are quite cool. But it fails, and you just left wanting more from it, and you're just wishing they'd just done things a bit differently, right? Yeah, I, and I think... It is. It you can tell what they're trying to do, and mm. and I think that, like I say, it's like by and large you can go. It's so short, and it's it reasonably interesting and enjoyable, and the presentation is good, and the graphics are you know pretty decent for that sort of like pixely yeah. kind of aesthetic, uh, and and it's well written, and so all of the presentation is pretty good. So it's an enjoyable thing to watch, but I think that it is what it is one of my. I just don't particularly like that style of game where. It's the kind of game where you would sit down for your second playthrough and then you would absolutely have a guide next to you telling you all the outcomes so that yeah. you can get the sort of the, the, the outcomes that you didn't get last yeah. time at least. You but know, then the thing is, is that because it because the ending is the same no matter what, yeah, like I got really to the end and I was like, oh, I might actually just play through that again. Maybe Did I make try- a mistake here? Could I do something differently? Like, Because right. there's a few times in the story where like, the the what that, that one of the people asks you like how should this thing play out and you're like oh wow this is quite important actually yeah but it doesn't matter it's not all. it's none of it's important and that just that's just like that's and that a, cheapens it for me knowing it does that. yeah it does so, cheapen it i don't want to spend too long on just that section because the, i mean although that is definitely a primary section of the game of the you know the gameplay itself but i did i enjoyed what it was trying to say i just wish it did it better basically mm-hmm. if, if, if you know that makes sense um the one thing i think they do quite well however is that the characters all feel pretty good i like mm-hmm. the characters quite a lot yeah. um there's not very many of them but the ones that there are all feel like they're quite interestingly unique people they don't yeah. just feel tropey you know that they have their own quirks so yeah, definitely. I quite like that and some of the dialogue is also quite natural feeling too it's kind of mm. witty yes um, definitely definitely which is nice because it makes it feel more like that the environment that it's in that's just sort of this like very relaxed club environment you know where you you would just be sat like you know nursing your drink chatting casually to someone and, and that comes across quite well mm. so that's I think probably the game's biggest strength when it comes to its sort of story and, it, and it's kind of content within the the cat of its characters you know yeah yeah definitely i mean we've not touched upon one of the other aspects of the gameplay which is that uh, there's a couple of kind of mini games uh, um there's the elephant a, in the room yeah there's like a drink pouring mini game uh and there's a like weird pottery sculpting mini game would you like to know what my first note is on this on my notes i'm guessing it's something unfavorable it says fuck the mini games <laughs> That's all it says. I hated it so goddamn much. Because there's no punishment for for getting it wrong, really. You can just keep doing it until you get it right. Yeah. But the thing is, is that you can't progress until you do do it. And it's so fiddly. Like, the pottery thing isn't too bad. It's a bit time-consuming, but it's not that difficult to get it right, if I'm perfectly honest. The drink's pouring. Oh, my God, I wanted to gouge my eyes out. I hate it so much because I get the idea, right? The the concept in the game, right, is that you you are a bartender and you you serve drinks, and by serving it's like certain combination of drinks and cocktails, everything, you sort of like influence people's emotions and their moods, yeah. which then influences the sort of information they'll get depending on the questions you ask, which is a really cool mechanic. I like that idea, and it sort of feels a bit like La Noir, like mm. where how oh, like yeah, you have to kind of read. Comparison 
people's emotions depending on the state of questioning you've taken. So it matters what you ask and when you ask it, which I yes, love. Yes, yes. Although that was really good, yeah. Kind of annoying that, again, it all leads to the same thing, but whatever. Yeah. However, to get to this point in, in the conversation, you have to serve them drinks, which is fine. But there's this really weird, janky physics-like pouring thing, which I kept getting wrong. And, and it's yeah. really precise about how you do it. And, oh, I hated it. I didn't have as many problems with it. I just didn't find it particularly fun. No. Like, it was just, it is what it was. And... Do you know what like, would have been better? Do you know what would have been so much better? Because I already came up with a solution right it's super easy remove the whole manual physics the engine aspect of things the right pouring, the pouring yeah. and, that was awful and just allow you to choose measures from a menu right so, mm. so one measure of absinthe two measures of vodka shaken put in ice like almost an order system that then and it right. makes it for you right because you yeah can have, like a classic cook like a classic cooking mini game exactly right? like a recipe based mini game have right? that because then it still retains that sort of like how are you going to combine the drink to get your desired emotion? And how you could even remove sort of like the indication of like how far, what, what your drink is doing as well. Because as you pour it, it tells you like the effect that your drink will have. Yeah, right. You so could, it becomes more of a puzzle. Exactly. And you could remove that. And you'll know that like, you know, the 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 bourbon makes people feel happy and the, the mm. vodka makes people feel sad and stuff like that, right? You could, you know that, but you don't necessarily know how your emotions need to be mixed. So that would almost have like a slightly more puzzly element to it. And then you could also then remove the whole like static emotion state and have it so that every question sort of has like a little meter next to it. Like you will get this sort of response with this sort of emotion. And then you right. have to try and mix the drinks to match that. So you've got a yeah. little bit more information about what kind of drinks you want to serve. Cause at the moment it's complete guessing game. In my opinion, it is, it is you have it's no like, way of knowing what emotional state will provide the correct answers from the correct yeah. questioning, which I hated again, not knowing everything makes you feel stupid. feels like you've missed out. But then it would also add a slightly more interesting gameplay element of mixing the drinks. Yeah. I think they tried a little bit too hard to, to, to sort of make you feel um, like a bartender. No, but also like try too hard to echo papers, please. Cause that's uh, yeah, what I sort point. of, yes. Uh, even the fact that there's like a silhouette of the person yeah, and it looks a that's bit a like good papers, point. please. I didn't put that together. But like, you know, having a physical bar in front of you with like the bottles in front of you and you like have a little book that you can open mm. and it's like that is just you papers, know it please, is or whatever. Like, about moving the passport and pressing the stamp button. Like the difference that's is what it's it trying works to in do. papers, please, because it doesn't yeah. quite <laughs> matter really where you place things. Like you just yeah. simply place things and you press the button and that's the end of it, right? Everything is done through the line of questioning and your own deductive reasoning within your mind. In this, it's like it's so finicky to pour it right and to pour the right amount. And it's just very slow and dull. Ugh, I hated it. I definitely didn't find it as bad as, as you did, but I think you touched again. This is, I think, I think we both have the same personal opinion, but it is personal opinion. That's sort of like, like you say, like, it's like, well, I don't know what, what drink, like, I don't know what emotional state I should put this person in to ask a particular question. And it felt so vague, mm. and I think that that's a conscious design. It like absolutely they have, is. Yeah, clearly they've just, they've intended to yes. make this super ambiguous and super vague. Like that's the point. The point is that like, in a real conversation, emotions. you wouldn't know these things. Yeah. So you have to sort of like you have to intuit and empathize with people and understand their emotional state. Okay, really good idea. I love it, 
but it's a video game with no yeah. voice acting. There's no way of me... Like in L.A. Noir, right? I'm going to use the comparison again. In L.A. Noir, there's full voice acting. There is a... Like there's even like a, a groundbreaking sort of like facial mapping technology yes. thing going on. It's not perfect, but it's so no. much better than this. Yes. Where all you're getting yeah. is text, nothing yeah. else. You can interpret the way in text is read in so many ways. That you can't know for sure if the way I've interpreted it is the same way the game thinks I should be interpreting it. Yeah. And that actually takes me on to something else as well that I want to touch on is sort of the presentation of the game. So like the, the graphics and the gameplay and the, uh, the sound and stuff like that. This would have benefited from like 2064 did with a little bit of voice acting. Like mm. it doesn't have to voice act everything because I understand that like, you know, small team, small budget, etc. But just some of the key scenes. If you'd have voice acted some of these things... I think it would have had a lot more character to the game, but it also would have allowed you to do this whole sort of like empathizing investigation much mm. better. Because then you could listen to how people sound. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think you're right. Yeah, because even though it's good writing, it is still just dialogue. Yeah. And it is and it is text. And it's quite short. Like the script is fairly pithy. Mm. It's not so you're not reading pages upon pages upon pages of text. The conversations like are not it. long. You know, like the, the, the game is only three hours yeah. long and that's with all of the pouring of drinks, Ugh. you know, like it, it is a fairly, in a good way, it's, yeah. a, it's a pithy script. It's a good script, Agreed. but that does make it even harder to perhaps determine nuance in kind of what the game is trying to convey or, or like, like you say, it's that, like, I know that it's not the point it's not, there isn't a right answer, but like you're meant to just experience it and go through it but there are points where the game like you say with the quiz afterwards the game does kind of make you feel like there was a right answer yeah. and i and i think it it goes the wrong if the point of it is that there is no wrong path through the story then why do you have a quiz where yeah. you say you got seven out of ten yeah. right and, 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 and then <laughs> proceeds to also give you a reward or not yeah. and then proceed to punish you as well like, because that's, that's the point. I don't want to be punished for not understanding your game's mechanics. You should be empowering me to learn about it better, you know? Yeah. But also, if there's no wrong answer, then if there's no right or wrong answer, then what? why is there a punishment? Yeah. Any it's kind like, of punishment mechanic They wrote at this all. really ambiguous script with, like, lots of ways you can interpret things, which is great, but then chose one right path. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's wrong. Ah, so... Yeah, that that that's that's basically the main takeaway of the game, um, which is a shame because it looks great. I think it actually yep. looks really nice. Uh, the, the 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 sprite animation is really pretty. Like yeah, when really the good. characters move, which isn't a lot in fairness, but when they do move, they look great. Like there was yeah. a particular uh, like moment where one of the characters like sits down into a chair, like an office desk, and it looks really good. You know, mm, like, mm. and they're really detailed and colourful. Like, they're quite high resolution, so they can they can kind of like add a little mm. more features to them, and and mm. everything looks very within theme and in universe. Like, everything sort of fits together. Nothing sort of stands out as being a bit out of place. It's mm. a nice, pretty looking game, and like you say, the music was really nice. It was very appropriate. Mm. Menu system could do some work. Um, <laughs> why is there not an option for me to save the game? Like, I, I had to stop halfway through when I was playing it. I, it's only a short game, but I still had to stop. Uh, and the game was like, don't worry, we save for you. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, I expected it to save off like every line of dialogue or something. And I loaded it up and then I had to play for like five minutes worth of questions in dialogue that I'd already done. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. well, I could cheese this and choose different answers. Or I could just choose this. <laughs> you know, I'm like, give me just the option to just save and give me an yeah. option to go to the title screen rather than put me straight into the game. And, oh, uh, yeah. It just feels like one of those games where the 
the primary focus has been placed on the story, which is good because it's a story-based game, but you just want more of a game element of it to be improved mm. upon, especially when the game, the other, the game elements of it, like the mini games are so awful. There's one final one as well that we, not to, I don't want to like only be talking bad things. Um, I agree with you about the graphics uh, and the music. Definitely. The music really stood out to me. Um, I was okay with the presentation and the, and the, I didn't really have any problems with the menu system, but then I didn't need to, I just waited until I, guessed that it had saved for me yeah. before i quit um but the the there's an end i'm trying to avoid spoilers here but there's a there's a mini game at the end as well or like a like a deductive kind of like detective sort yeah, of thing the more the traditional end. point and click adventure style bit. exactly yeah, i know what you mean and uh, again thinking about this kind of like because there's only one ending and there's uh, and it's it's interesting in that throughout most of the game, it's like, okay, if you ask the wrong question or you do the wrong thing, then it's like that line has, has been cut off from you. But I don't know if it was just the way I did it, but the bit at the end is just like click everything, like all mm. the things, speak to all the people, yeah. do yeah, all yeah. of the questions, try all the all the options, and eventually you'll get to the end, which is fine. Um, it's kind of like that's how the rest of the game is, but it's not pretending like it isn't. Yeah, like... It was just like you could tell that it's like it's going to wrap up the same way no matter what because you can't actually do anything really different Mm. at the end and it all kind of goes to the same place. So you've just got to click a lot of stuff uh, until you've got all the it's like until you've got all the clues and you can it's that actually reminds me a little bit of L.A. Noire. Right. Mm. And one of the bad things about L.A. Noire, I guess, is that it's like, you know, collect enough of the things that the game's like, oh, congratulations, you've solved it. You can now go and do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, it was a bit like that. But again i i think i overall i still you know my my feelings about red strings club are positive yeah and they're positive simply because it's a three-hour game you can eat very easily get through it it's an interesting story um it's it's re you know it's well presented uh and the characters are interesting and the writing is good you know it's it's an enjoyable thing to read in inverted commas you know, i know what that's mean. essentially yeah. what you're doing yes there are some gameplay aspects that are, you know, not great. It's not a strong game, uh, but if it was 20 hours of that, that would be terrible. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I would not finish it. But when it's three hours, you know, you can kind of, there's not a lot of it before you've finished anyway. And that sounds like a very negative thing, but it isn't. It's kind of, it's a positive mm. thing in the sense that I can forgive some of those frustrations because the overall it's, experience was still it, positive, to the point. yeah. Yeah, and it's to the point in the end. And I can, you know, finish it and be like, cool, I don't have to do those mini games yeah. anymore. Uh- <laughs> I kind of I kind of wish they'd approached it a bit similar to how they did in To the Moon, in where in that game, they actually just gave up on the mini games about halfway through. Mm, if you remember, like yeah. you had to sort of do a little, like find the, find the MacGuffins to go back in time further into the moon. Right. Yeah. And then at the end, and they that- were just like, uh, yeah, we, you could just go now. Like, oh. It just like gives them to you. Yeah. yeah Which... Yeah. I kind of wish this had done two in a way, but then that would have almost de- defeated the purpose of the whole mechanics of asking questions and mood changing and stuff too. And the yeah. game's not long enough. It doesn't present the mini games often enough to really warrant it. And I just feel like maybe it was like a core design flaw and they just sort of needed to rethink it a bit. But like you mm. say, that didn't actually spoil the experience. So I still walked away happy and I still walked away like enjoying it. It's not quite as memorable as the other games we've done on Game Club. Similar to like Read Only mm. Memories into the Moon. Those games are going to stick with me more. Whereas this will probably like, oh yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah, that was all right. Yeah, but I like mean, you say, for a three-hour game that you can pick up at pretty decent price when you when it's on when it's on sale, 
it's it's worth it's worth a pickup and it's worth enjoying and especially Definitely. if you like that sort of like cyberpunky dystopia sort of like moral questioning like you're very blade runner like you say kind of game Definitely. if you like that kind of thing it's definitely up your alley yeah absolutely 100 percent agree I think that's it i think that's it yeah, yeah i've got that's nothing else on my list i uh i really enjoy playing these sorts of games on game club because it's interesting how we often come to similar conclusions, but maybe sometimes slightly differently to each other, mm, which mm. I kind of like. Because when we when we play like gameplay games, I think we're usually a lot more divisive on things, right? Mm. Like you like certain games very differently to how I like some things. But here we're talking about much much about the stories we are the gameplay and then like yeah. dissecting the way that that story has been presented in the game. Yeah, because these shorter games often try and do interesting ways of presenting their stories, which I think is great and it's a really mm. good talking point. So. If anyone has any suggestions for similarly short games, maybe we could do like the other game that this 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 team has done, the uh, Gods Are Watching or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so anything that's kind of short that we can play through. Because if it's a story kind of game, we need to be able to play through it before the end. You know, before we talk about it on Game Club, because you kind of need to yeah. know everything. But like, so it's got to be a little shorter. But yeah, if there's anything you want to recommend to us, that would be really great because uh, these these are almost becoming a bit of a staple, like how a Metroid game is becoming a staple for us. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Do send us those recommendations, please. Um, you can send us an email, show at octal.fm, or a tweet at octal.fm on the Twitters, or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash octal.fm. Mm. Uh, and in the meantime, if not, we'll have to just try and find one ourselves. Oh, I'm sure we will. Tony usually <laughs> finds them for us as well, doesn't yeah. she? <laughs> yeah, that's true. She's like, you could try this. I'm like, oh, okay. Although the last time I think she did, wasn't, didn't she recommend Sign Our Wire Hearts? I yes, hated it that was game. Siren Art Wild Hearts. <laughs> I know, that's actually probably the one we like disagreed on the most, I think. I hated that game. Awful piece. Oh, so funny. Anyway, right. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Game Club. We certainly enjoy doing them. So um, if there's yep. any games, just in general, not necessarily have to be like short story games that you want, then do let us know on all the uh, forms of communication that Chow just mentioned it. Um, Absolutely. But otherwise, in the meantime, I've been Saffron. And I've been Gelada. And catch us again for another episode of Octal FM very soon.